0: I ain't doing much, but uh, I'm back for another episode of the Morning Sun Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, TJ Two Braids. Uh, This episode and every episode is brought to you by Anchor FM. It's a free app. Download it now. Check it out. This podcast always starts on Facebook Live. And from there, it goes to YouTube. Uh, So subscribe to my YouTube. It's TJ Two Braids. The the number two and braids with a Z. Um, and then from there, it'll go on Spotify, Anchor FM. Should be on Apple Podcasts within a week. Um, but once again, I'm your host, TJ Two Braids, and I got to grab my iPad real quick. So it's Friday night. I'm chilling with my son, Thomas. My wife and my other son, Moses, are out at their friend's house, Um, so I figured I would do my podcast. This episode is going to cover a variety of topics, the first one being Saved Not Soft, Uh, another segment of Saved Not Soft, and then, of course, uh, Spiritual Life Hacks, and I'm going to talk about why even the greatest men and women in history need God. Um, And then lastly, well not lastly, thirdly, uh, I'm going to do some NFL playoff predictions. And then I'm going to wrap it up with a movie review, 1917. I just went and saw that war movie. A lot of people are saying it's movie of the year or at least a nominee. I'm going to let y'all know my thoughts. So once again, welcome to the Morning Sun Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Two Braids um my new album just came out it's four songs it's called see the light hopefully you listen to it um i got some positive feedback from everyone that has heard it and you can download it you can buy it it's only five bucks um but if you cheap like that you can stream it youtube apple music google play (laughs) spotify i'm just messing with y'all but let's get into the first segment hopefully my son stays quiet enough to do this what are you doing put bring it over here now leave it alone trying to eat my birthday candy boy that boy tripping so save not soft that's a new segment because as a christian man first of all the world thinks christians are soft i don't know why if you read about people in the bible um you look at someone like david and his mighty men they say Oh, and David's mighty man slayed 400 people with a bone It's like or with the jaw of of an ass, a a donkey. Like, boy, when's the last time you met someone who could kill 400 people with with a jawbone of a donkey? So that's just something to think about. But save not soft. You know, we're in public. We go out. We do a lot of stuff. People may test us. They may try us. And how do we balance uh, being saved but also not letting people trample over us, if you feel what I'm saying. So I'm going into Target the other day, this week, right? Earlier this week, I'm in Target. While I'm walking in, I'm trying to return because I I have an iPad, right? So I'm trying to return um, a iPad case I got, okay? And what happens is I'm trying to find where the – The desk is to do returns. Right. And I go up to the target worker because, of course, that's what she does. She's she's there to help you. Right. And I'm talking to her and there's these two dudes there. And one of the dudes must be her her boyfriend or husband or I don't know who he is. Um, But anyways, I'm trying to converse with her for the sole purpose of finding out where I can exchange my iPad case. Right. and this dude get all up in his feelings and think I'm trying to hit on his girl and he tried to get you know little lippy with it like I wasn't like I didn't hear what he was saying right he said something under his breath um what you looking at I don't know what he I can't remember exactly what he said but I'm like yo my man I don't know what type of insecurities you have in life but all I'm trying to do is all I'm trying to do is um exchange my ipad case you feel me and this dude is over here tripping thinking that i'm trying to hit on his girl or something and i mean it could have escalated into something it didn't have to be in my opinion it already escalated into something it didn't have to be because i'm just a customer i'm just a consumer trying to go into a store and return something and then someone who's not even an employee is interfering with that because they have insecurities about their girl they're with or the girl they're trying to talk to or whatever the situation is in their relationship and they have insecurities about it and that person happens to be an employee and so I'm like yo all I'm trying to do is find the exchange desk I'll leave y'all alone be about your way Um, but in those moments and I'm sure this type of stuff has happened to other people maybe not this specific example but as Christians in society people try to test you uh, people might think you're soft. They might think they can uh, get away with certain things or, or talk to you a certain way or, um, you know, act a certain way because you're a Christian and whether they have animosity towards Christians or whether they think Christians are soft or whatever the case may be. How do we maintain our, you know, there's a there's a funny YouTube video by Canton Jones came out a way back. It was called um, I'm a stay saved. And it was all these hilarious scenarios, right? You're in the movie theater. Someone's kicking the back of your chair. And he's like, I'm going to stay safe. I ain't going to stay safe. I don't remember how it goes, but it was all these hilarious, practical, real life situations we get into as believers. And how do we maintain our our saved, right? Yet at the same time, not let people uh, walk all over us. And so I had to come to a place where I was like, I'm going to let this slide. Maybe he has some insecurities or his girl has insecurities. I don't know their relationship status. All I'm trying to do is return my iPad case, exchange it for a new one. I'm not trying to hit on your girl. Uh, she's just a mere employee. And I happened to have asked her a question to find out where the desk was so I could re- exchange my iPad case. So it could have went into something else. It didn't have to be. Um, and you know, I had to swallow my pride as a man, people that know me know I'm six foot three, about 275 pounds. Right. I could have easily said, well, let's take this outside. Or what'd you say under your breath? Or I could have said it explicit, explicit or whatever. I could have did all types of stuff. But at the same time, I have to maintain my character, which I don't always do. Right. Those of y'all that really know the real me. No, there may be times where I say or do things I shouldn't do that I think are out of my character. So how do I balance that line with also not letting people uh, treat me in a way that I feel is disrespectful or I feel is trying to take advantage of me, walk over me, whatever the case may be. And so that's just something to think about. And maybe you can relate to it. You don't have to be a Christian to relate to the fact that you may be in public and someone may piss you off. Someone may disrespect you. Someone may treat you unfairly. Someone may try to get under your skin or in your emotions or whatever. And you have to maintain your composure and whatever you believe, whatever your belief system is. uh, For me, mine is, you know, Christian. So you're trying to walk that line, whatever it is, faith, spirituality, religion, non-religious, good morals, whatever you, you do in life. And you trying to maintain that character without getting out of character, without getting out of pocket. And I know the people watching right now and the people that will watch and listen can relate to exactly what I'm talking about. And so I want to encourage you. We all go through this stuff, but let's try to maintain our character. Let's try to maintain our composure. Let's try to maintain a level head and go back to the roots and the basis of our lifestyle and why we live the way we live. Right. But at the same time. Just because I'm saved. Don't mean I'm soft. Right. So that's the first segment. Save, not soft. Uh, second, we about to get into spiritual life hacks. And so I want you to think about what a life hack is. Everyone knows what a life hack is. If you don't, it's basically a way that you hack life to make life easier, more convenient, more flexible, um, less difficult. <clears throat> And I've been talking about a variety of spiritual life hacks. But for today, the spiritual life hack that I'm going to talk about is the fact that no matter how great you are, you're in need of God. No matter how great you are, you're in need of the creator. And so you look we're going to look at a practical example of the life of King David. Um, If you don't know who King David is. Uh, The Bible refers to him as a man after God's own heart. King David killed Goliath. So if anyone's heard of the biblical story of David and Goliath, you have a teenage boy. Most scholars would say he was probably between like 14 and 15 years old. Give me that now. This boy found my whistle. So. Most scholars would say King David was between 14 and 15 years old when he slayed Goliath, the giant, right? The Philistine giant. And so, Thomas, turn that off now. Turn it off. Get down. Get down, please. Thank you, son. Boy, see that boy's testing my gangster. Listen, watch your show, okay? So most people would say David was 14 or 15 years old when he slayed the, the giant. Um, and they say he's a man after their God's own heart. They say he was a warrior. So he killed many people in battle. He was a king. So he was royalty. Uh, he was all of these different things. And yet we're going to read Psalm 6. It says that basically he's crying out to God and he's in a moment of Really, super weakness. Um, so, I'm going to read a few of these verses. Psalm six is real short, it's not going to be that long. But I want you to, when you listen to this, I want you to think about does this sound like a man who's killed thousands of people as a warrior? Does this sound like a man who killed a giant everyone was scared of? Does this sound like a king? Does this sound like a mighty man? Okay, keep it in that context. So it says this, O Lord, rebuke me not in your anger, nor discipline me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am languishing. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are troubled and my soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O Lord, how long? Turn and deliver my life. Save me for the sake of your love. For in death there's no remembrance of you. In Sheol, who will give you praise? I am weary with my moaning. Every night I flood my bed with tears. I drench my couch with my weeping. Don't sound like a real tough guy, does it? My eyes waste away because of my grief. It grows weak because of all my foes. Depart from me, all you workers of evil, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. He has heard my plea. He accepts my prayer. All my enemies shall be ashamed and greatly troubled and shall turn back and be put to shame in a moment. Now, the end of that starts to, you know, sound more like a mighty man and a king and a warrior. But he's saying, I cry so much that my couch is drenched. I have great moaning. It hurts so bad. I feel it in my bones. So you think about that, a person who's labeled as a man after God's own heart, a person labeled as a mighty warrior, as a king. David was a weeping prophet, and this psalm is one of his lamentations. So if you don't know what lamentation is, what it means to lament, think about if you've ever lost a close loved one to death, and you're lamenting, and you're weeping uncontrollably, and you're crying, and there's anguish, and the pain, it's like you can feel it in your soul, in your bones. This is what he's describing. And so... There's three things we see to Psalmist David here complaining about one sickness in his body, two trouble in his mind, three insults from his enemies. Even though he was a king, he was a great man of war. David was a man after God's own heart, yet his greatness could not keep his head from aching. Great men are still men and they are subject to the common calamities of life. We have to remember that even the greatest of men, even the greatest of women on this earth who have lived or are living currently, the greatest people in history are still just men and women, and they're all going to get sick, they're all going to get old, they're all going to fade away, and therefore they all need God. And so you look at David's life, um, like I said, he slayed a giant when he was 14, 15, 16, he loved God so much. He was a skilled warrior. He not only slayed giants himself, but he taught his mighty men to slay giants. Um, And yet in this moment, he's sick. He's a sinner. He's troubled. He's fearful. He's sad. And he's lacking in faith. So picture a great king on his knees crying so much. It says that his couch and his bed is soaked. That's how much he's crying and weeping. Um. And next time you think about a great person in life, even the greatest of people, you think about you think about people who have been revolutionary, whether they're of the faith and they're Christians or whether they're just other people in society. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter about your bank account. It doesn't matter about all the accolades, all the awards. So, look, I can show you all something right now. Look, y'all see that. Behind the confetti, that's my college degree. Sure, I'm proud of it. I'm proud to be only the second person in my family to ever graduate with a bachelor's degree. But I can't take that with me when I die. You know what I'm saying? That's not gonna be my my pass into heaven. That's not my hood pass into heaven, into the pearly gates. I could accumulate all types of wealth, titles, respect, accolades. I could make music, preach sermons, work with a thousand youth. Get a bunch of degrees, titles, retirement plans, house, cars. None of that's going with me. And not just to think about death, but even in this life, I know that I'm going to get sick at some point. Right. Whether it's the flu, a common cold, strep throat, pink eye. Right. Food poisoning, whatever the case may be. I know I'm going to get sick. I know I'm going to have health issues. I know I'm going to have issues of faith and doubt. I know I'm going to get sad. I'm going to get mad. I'm going to get worried. I might get depressed. All of these different things, no matter how great I am, no matter how great you are, no matter how great the people around you that you think in this life are great. We're all in need of God. And so I would challenge you and I would encourage you if you're listening to this. God is nothing but a breath away. You can call on him at any time. You don't need you don't need a medicine man to pray to the creator. You don't need a priest. You don't need a pastor. You don't need holy water. You don't need to do some type of charity work or give some type of money or do some type of ceremony. You can literally call upon the creator right now and ask him for help. But that's a choice that you have to make. I can't make that choice for you. You have to make it for yourself. And so that's spiritual life hacks. Even the greatest of men. Got an owie baby? It's okay. My son fell. He wanted me to kiss his hand. (laughs) Even the greatest men and women need God. They're in need of creator God. And so that's spiritual life hacks. I hope that encourages you to know that someone as great as King David, even he needed God. So. That's Spiritual Life Hacks. That's the second segment. This is the Morning Sun Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Two Braids. Go check out my new album, See the Light, available everywhere. Um, and your water's over there, baby. Here. Kick got 30 water cups. Uh, again, this is the Morning Sun Podcast. If you like it, please like, comment, share the podcast we just finished the second segment. It's called Spiritual Life Hacks. Um, please message us any topics y'all want to hear about, any any conversations, any, any things you would like to hear about. Uh, we'd love to be more than happy to accommodate that. We got some more special guests on the way soon, and now I'm going to get into NFL playoff predictions. So y'all been watching football? Say something if you've been watching football. Comment. Comment who you think finna win the Super Bowl or something. Um. Boy, if you say the 49ers, though, I'm finna have to fry you. So, NFL playoff predictions. Now, last week, I predicted the Vikings were going to beat the Saints by six points. And they beat the Saints, I believe, by six points, if I'm not mistaken. Um. So maybe I know a thing or two. You feel me? I don't know. Let me see. How much did they beat the uh? How much did they beat the Saints by? Yeah, 26-20. Now, I thought it was going to be 34-28, so I was a touchdown off each way. But, hey, I had the point differential on point. So I'm not going to start with the Vikings game, though. I'm going to start with... The Ravens and the Titans. This is an intriguing matchup because we know Lamar Jackson is the clear MVP. He's probably going to be unanimous MVP. Um, And yet at the same time, Dallas Cowboys, boy, they are not even in it. Hey, y'all got a new coach, though. I don't know. You like Mike McCarthy? I personally dislike Mike McCarthy a whole lot, but that's because he's been the Packers coach for like 10 years before this year. But the intriguing matchup with the Ravens and Titans is the fact that Derrick Henry single-handedly eliminated the reigning Super Bowl champion Patriots from the playoffs. Crazy, right? Uh, The second thing is he could do it again. And if he's able to run that efficiently and effectively, it keeps Lamar Jackson off of the field. Now, obviously the Ravens offense is a different beast than the Patriots offense. The Patriots virtually have no one other than Edelman, and therefore they double and triple team him all game. And then Brady has nowhere to go with the football. Hence why they lost in the first round. Why they were even a wild card team in the first place. Um but if Derrick Henry's able to run that way, they have a chance. Now is it it's a very, very slight chance. They would have to play a perfect game. Tannehill would have to not only manage the game, but make um, awesome third down throws and conversions, and they're going to have to play one heck of a defense. Uh, But then again, we've seen crazier things in the playoffs, right? I got the Ravens winning 31-21. I think that the Titans will keep it interesting probably in the first half. Uh, In the second half, the Ravens will put it away, win by at least two scores. So I say Ravens 31-21. Next, we're going to get into the Vikings and the 49ers. Um, it's tough because you just don't know which Vikings team's going to show up. But like I predicted and said last week, if we can beat the Saints, we can beat anyone. And how many experts? Now, here's the thing. My podcast ain't blown up like that because y'all ain't liking it. Y'all ain't sharing it with your friends yet. I want to know how many people got on an audio or video broadcast last week and predicted the Vikings were going to win, other than me. All the experts picked the Saints. By far, all the experts picked the Saints. I picked the Vikings. And it wasn't just because I'm a Vikings fan. The Vikings. Legitimately, if the best Vikings version of the team shows up every week, they can play with any team in the NFL. Hands down. It's just a matter of which team is going to show up. But again, with this week, um, what I will say is this. Um, First of all, Taysom Hill should have just played the whole game and the Saints probably would have beat us because Drew Brees was not doing nothing. Taysom Hill's the, the one reason they were even in the game and it wasn't a blowout. And yes, I said it. If you're watching this and you a Saints fan, I know a lot of people that are Saints fans. If you watching this and you a Saints fan, if it wasn't for Taysom Hill, if it wasn't for Taysom Hill, y'all would have got blown out. Real talk. So, anyways, going back to the 49ers and Vikings. uh, What I will say is the 49ers offense is not as explosive as the Saints offense. That's just easy. It's easy. So the 49ers are not as good on offense as the Saints, but they are better on defense, especially with Bosa, Richard Sherman, the secondary is going to be interesting. So, but I do believe the Vikings have a legitimate chance to win this game. I believe because they beat the Saints, they are playing at a level where they could beat any team. I'm picking the Vikings 24-14 to 14 over the 49ers. I know y'all might think I'm tripping, but we were a couple plays away from blowing that game open against the Saints. I mean, if you think about Taysom Hill, when he scored that, he did that wheel route up the sideline and scored. If it wasn't for that touchdown, it would have been on the verge of a blowout. Give me that. Stop doing that. So... I'm picking the Vikings 24-14 over the 49ers. One second. Boy, testing my nerves. I love you, son. It's okay. I know you're doing this to distract Daddy, huh? <laughs> Man, fatherhood's a whole different beast, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, but anyways, I'm picking the Vikings 24-14. Uh, I do believe we have a chance legitimately, and I believe we're going to win by 10 points. So that's that. Next, uh, the Seahawks and the Packers. Y'all already know who I'm picking. I lived in Seattle for three years. I totally despise the Packers. But more importantly, if we get to the facts, there's two facts that matter. The, pay- the Packers are overrated we just going to put it. If 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 you take away Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, they have nobody. Okay, Jimmy Graham's trash. All these other receivers you never even heard of. Uh, their defense is not that good. I'm just going to call it how I see it. The Packers are overrated. They lost to the Raiders, didn't they? Didn't they lose to the Raiders? Or who they lose to this year that was complete trash? The Lions, they were in the game with barely one. All these other people, it's a fluke, okay? I'm picking the Seahawks 24-21. I'm only giving the Packers that many points because they're at home. You already know how Lambo refs roll, and if you need a reference for that, Dez caught it, period. Even Mike McCarthy came out and said it when he was hired as the Cowboys' new coach this week. Uh, the refs and the Packers will keep it close at home. The other fact that matters is Russell Wilson, I believe is 0 for three at Lambeau field in his career, but there's a first for everything. Russell Wilson, if it's not for Lamar Jackson is MVP. I think in my opinion, um, I think there might even be someone who gives him a vote still, but I mean, I doubt it, but Russell Wilson beast mode's back. Beast mode is back. Did y'all see the touchdown he had last week? That boy here just so he don't get fined. (laughs) But for real, Beast Mode's back. What a character. The dude is just an all-pro talent, super funny dude, legit threat. The Seahawks, 24-21. That's who I'm picking. Last game, Chiefs and Texans. Um, I do think the Chiefs and Ravens will be in the AFC Championship. I think it'll be a. It'll be great for football. It'd be a great game to watch. I think the Texans are good, but here's my only thing, man. With J.J. Watt back, the Texans are dangerous. I'm not going to lie. They are a dangerous team. How they got down 16-0 to zero last week, I, I don't know. I honestly think the Buffalo Bills were way overrated. But I know there's people who might watch this who might not like that statement, but it is what it is that's the that's the that's the beauty of freedom of speech um I'm picking the Chiefs 34 21 I think Pat Mahomes is gonna go brazy and he's gonna show why and he's gonna show why um why he's another MVP candidate um so yeah I got the Ravens over Titans. 3121 Vikings over 49ers 2414. Seahawks over Packers 2421. Chiefs over Texans 3421. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Um and now once again, this is the Morning Sun podcast. I'm your host, TJ Two braids It's Friday night. Hopefully you're safe. Hopefully if you ain't sober, you ain't drinking and driving. Uh hopefully you are staying out of the cold because it's starting to get cold. Yes. Um, and yeah, check out the podcast. Check out my new album. See the light available everywhere. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram at the morning sun podcast. And I'm about to get into my last segment of the night. My wife is coming home. So my kids about to start yelling. But I'm about to remove I'm going to do a quick review of the movie. I just saw with my dad. Shout out to my father. Today, he took me to Mama's Pizza for my birthday celebration. And he took me to see the movie 1917. Uh, Thomas, can you quit running? Thank you. So I'm going to quickly review the movie 1917. 1917. A lot of people been saying this is movie of the year. They've been saying it was um, filmed in a beautifully and a stunning way and movie of the year. And it might win Academy Awards and all of these things. What I'm going to say is this. It is visually stunning. I will give it that. The camera angles, the way it looks, the colors, the vibrancy is awesome. It's dope. It should be in the in the age of 2019, 2020 with all the technology we have. That being said, the plot of the movie, heroic, pretty, pretty cool. Um, The way they follow the characters was definitely creative and unique and a little bit different. For a war movie, there was not enough action. Um, I was generally disappointed at the lack of action, in my opinion. Um, Now, if you like movies that have a deeper meaning, that are uh you know heroic might touch on your emotions. Here's the thing though I usually I usually allow my emotions to be to be felt in movies. I didn't feel as much emotion. maybe it's cause I'm tired as heck. I don't know, but um I don't think it's movie of the year at I don't see how anyone could vote it as movie of the year. Then again, you have movies like Capote that won an Oscar way back a few years ago. so. The Academy Awards is just dumb. But, um, movie of the year, no. Was it good? If I had to rate it, man, based overall, I would give it a six out of 10. Honestly. My dad didn't like the movie at all. <laughs> he didn't like the movie at all. Um, it, it's, it's decent. It's different. It's creative. It's unique. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful story, but, If you're thinking that it's an it's a a typical war movie or there's action or just if if you're going to go see the movie, don't go into the movie theater thinking it's going to be like any war movie you've ever seen. I will give it that it's different. Um, Whether I necessarily like the uniqueness of it. That much, though. Kind of hard to say. Um, but again, I'd say I'd give it a six out of ten. It did have some cool shots, different scenes, lighting. The music was pretty cool at different points. Um, the 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 um the theme music and background music. So I mean, overall, it wasn't bad. I was disappointed based upon what I saw and heard about it and read in reviews about how great it was supposedly. It supposedly was. Uh, But then again, you know what I'm saying? Movie critics are always messing things up. They hate Star Wars. They hate this movie. They hate that movie. They applaud the movies that are trash and vice versa. So you can't really trust the critics. So you know what? Do yourself a favor and trust your boy, okay? I could say it's a movie. Depends on how much you love movies. You know, I got the movie pass. So it's not really as necessarily breaking the bank. for me to go see it um of course my dad paid for me to see this one but the movie 1917 i have a homie who put on instagram it's the best movie he's seen by far in a long time i won't expose who that is but what i will say is that boy gone crazy (laughs) the best movie by far in a long time yeah that boy tripping um Six out of 10. That's what I give it. So anyways, this has been the Morning Sun Podcast. It's Friday night. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm finna get off, play with my kids unless they're going to bed. We'll see what happens and then hop on 2K or PUBG or something. And I'm going to end with a funny story. Did y'all see that report where Steph Curry is recruiting Giannis to the Warriors? And they, they see his lips talking to him and it says something like, come on, let's do it. And then he says, no, I was just trying to get him to play PUBG with me. (laughs) That boy Curry think he's slick. Never know. 21 2021. Giannis to the Warriors. That would be the league already hates the Warriors. Could you hate them anymore? I don't know. But this has been the Morning Sun Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Two Braids. Thanks for tuning in. Please like, comment, and share this Uh, Once I get off here, I'll upload it to YouTube. So starting tomorrow, it'll be on YouTube, Anchor FM, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts except Apple Podcasts. We're working on that still, and it should be available within a week. Um, Hopefully next podcast, I'll have my brother from another mother, Phil Peterson, on the show. Maybe we'll see. Even though he has yet to watch a single episode. Do y'all think I should let him on my show and he hasn't even watched a single episode yet or listened to one? I'm just kidding. I still love you. Big Philly style. All right, y'all. God bless y'all. Have a good, safe night. Hope you enjoy your weekend. Spend some time with your family. Do some fun. Uh, Invest in yourself. We invest so much in work. Invest in your own self-care. I'll leave y'all with that. Peace and blessings. Adios.